we live? We're live. Welcome all you business geeks to the Business Geeks Podcast, where we geek business. I'm Super Joe Pardo, and I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts who push me every week to be more super, including like why I'm rocking this awesome shirt right now uh and sweatpants uh it was a party party down below and uh work up top or 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 however that that saying goes with the mullet i don't know because i don't rock a mullet anyway this week we are discussing good bad and ugly branding messages during this pandemic we also have uh, a couple other topics we're going to talk about, like our one cool thing about how you can get a gorgeous looking picture like this that I'm using right now to make my two co-hosts super jealous. Uh, <laughs> you can, we'll also be talking about a, uh, a site that is something about switching or apps or something like that. I don't know. We'll find out more when, uh, when we get to the one cool thing segment jennifer crawford the co-founder of sparent.co jennifer how are you feeling tonight feeling good what's good feel like come on now i mean it feels like our intro music oh it does doesn't it that's Mm -hmm. we we, i hope everyone's like we're gonna have to play it again at some point throughout because when we get more people watching uh right you know because it obviously takes minutes for people to find us on their phone i don't have my phone where's my phone my phone's in my pocket to find us on their phone and then you know watch us so uh hopefully people start joining us soon oh and then and just like that universe provides there you Um, go (laughs) yeah so all right jennifer and sam so yeah samantha riley of (laughs) samanthariley.global How are you feeling this morning? I'm doing so good, Joe. Anything, any show that starts with some groovy music like that, so I can have a bit of a dance. That's fantastic. <laughs> the dancer in you is coming out. It's, it's Absolutely, to, it's yeah. And great how are you hear. doing, Super Joe Pardo? My everything hurts right now. <laughs> Honestly, I was putting a hole in the wall the other day, yesterday, uh, to, so we could walk between our two garages. Uh, and maybe later on, I'll, I'll I'll switch over to that when I do the one cool thing. Um, and it, you know, just every everything's aching. I didn't even want to get out out of bed this morning. Um, and I've taken like pretty like taken off the last four days. Uh, well, actually, today makes it five. So just trying to take it easy as much as I can to try to like do some self care and self repair. I guess I didn't mean yeah, that, but all but for yeah. a good cause. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I could be more ready for things like this and things like my kids and my wife and and the other show I do on Wednesday night, uh, the Indie Pod podcast. Anyway, let's talk about good and bad and the ugly when it comes to brand messaging during the pandemic. Jen, you you had a whole bunch of notes this week in the day to show us. So why you want to you want to kick sure. it off? Sure, I am nothing without my notes. I love taking notes. Uh, the nerdy schoolgirl in me uh, will never die. But uh, the the topic of the good, bad, and ugly brand messaging um, was of interest to us because Mark Cuban came out uh, several weeks ago, and I think he made a good point by saying that the messaging that the brands are uh, coming out with during this time is going to potentially define them either good or badly in the years to come, for years to come. So it's really important during this time to get your brand messaging right. Um, And so, yeah, we collected some examples of some major brands that we think are are tackling 
this this challenge in a good way, some not so good and some pretty ugly. But, you know, essentially, you know, we want to consider how brands need to reassess whether they're a big brand, like some of the ones we're mentioning tonight, or, you know, a small business, you know, you need to, to reassess your content marketing strategy to make sure that you are delivering an authentic, relevant, yet sensitive message that doesn't damage your brand that you've worked so hard on for years to come. So that's essentially the topic. It's challenging, right? I, I mean, even I, I think all of us have have struggled a bit with how to market, how to be consistent with our brand, yet sensitive to the situation. And it's a it's a situation that's fluctuating day by day. I mean, we're all a little more stressed than normal. Uh, Thor, my husband and I went on a, a little drive today just to because it's a beautiful beautiful day here in Virginia, beautiful spring day. And just for a change of scenery, in our short drive, we've, we were honked at three times, three times, honked at aggressively. Uh, Cause we, you know, the light turned green and we didn't quite, you know, hit on the, you know, hit the gas quick, quickly enough. I think people are a little, on, a little more on edge than normal. Mm, so, yeah. you know, even more important to get the brand messaging right, because people are, are going to tear you apart if you don't. So, so true. I think that because people are hyper emotional at the moment, we're remembering things a lot. I remember one of the first branding messages that I saw when the pandemic hit and I just thought, oh my goodness, you didn't think that one through, did you? You know, and I'm really remember it. And for anyone that knows me quite well, I actually have the brain of a gnat. I do not remember anything, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think that people are remembering because we're hypersensitive and hyper emotional. I think that's true. Yeah. I think that's true. We're, our nerves are on edge. Who can blame us? Look at the world is going through something right now. Mm -hmm. We're all going through something right now and experiencing it in different um, ways, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. And just because maybe you're not having such a hard time, you can't forget that other people are really, really struggling, have lost family members, maybe they're sick themselves. Um, this is just, you know, of all the times to be cognizant of how you're affecting people, uh, this is the time to really mm. be self-aware as a business. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, one of the one of the commercials that I keep hearing. So I listen to local sports talk radio and obviously it's really been tough for them because like there is no sports to talk about. So they're like, oh, NFL draft. Like we're going to talk about that for the next like three or four weeks because uh, there just isn't enough, you know, things going on in the, in the sports world. Uh, but like I had to hear the same like 10 commercials over and over and over and over again between the, the actual talk. And uh, one of them, and I posted this in the the independent podcasters group uh, that I've run, uh, was about Dell small business and their podfronts. They've, you know, they're like small businesses are going, you know, dealing with these crazy struggling times, and um, the you know small businesses are looking for resources in these in these difficult times. So we're putting we're bringing an all star line of lineup of podcasters, which I don't know, I, I wasn't asked. I, Sam, were you asked to be part of this Dell? All-star line of podcasters. I, I don't. Yeah, no. No, they either. didn't get the memo that that we're the geeks, the podcast <laughs> yeah, geeks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And Jen, you didn't, you didn't get. You're not getting a Dell check, are you? No, no, no not yet. No, right? Not yet. Like, what, what are they doing? I checked the mail doing? this today, and I, I was going to say, I love, I love your confidence there. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's coming. 
someday, right? <laughs> We're going to help these small businesses with resources because we put it together all an all-star cast of podcasters. And I, I keep thinking about that brand, like that messaging. And I'm like, but if I'm a small business owner, what does a podcaster have to do with small businesses? Well, like, maybe if they, the if they podcast of... about small businesses, maybe. Well, I don't know if that I, was the case. I maybe I don't know. I, I looked it up to see who who the people were. I think like I think Seth Godin was one of them. I I think. Okay. Um, oh, he, he's got a lot to share around messaging and getting your message right and and I communicating. That that, that's a, that's oh, a good oh wow. So okay, so Dell actually. Uh, I just looked this, this up. Dell actually filed a trademark podference, presumably the mutant <laughs> offspring of COVID nineteen and a virtual conference. Well, <laughs> podference just rolls off my tongue. I don't know about you. Yeah, just, I, I just want to say it. Podference. <laughs> and well, I, I think it's hilarious that they're like, hey, he, remember when Dell did these things, <laughs> the Dell Pocket DJ? I vaguely remember that thing. I have no uh, idea what that I, is. I don't know. Is that a tiny TV? She, I don't it, know. Was there an attempt to make an iPod in 2004? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. People have already noticed your camera. Oh, oh no. I know, I know. Ambition the Poet, we're getting there. We're getting there. We know yeah, the camera is amazing. I yes. know. I'm trying to convince we're, them to, 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 to up their game. We'll see. We'll have, we only found out 10 minutes ago, in all fairness. <laughs> I just like, like to say. Amazon don't deliver that fast. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not during that. I, you know, I waited almost a month to get a DJ controller because they just refused <laughs> to ship it. <laughs> like, FML. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, apparently, but people are liking my uh, my beard. <laughs> oh, general, I'm, I'm about to go on strike. I feel like this is the Super Joe Pardo show I, I today. I haven't so got I, a beard. My camera is no good. No, I haven't been something. to a hairdresser in months. Okay, <laughs> in months. Months. I, Hair is growing everywhere. My poor razor. <laughs> <laughs> no wax. I mean, I can't get waxed. I can't get plucked. I can't get dyed. Oh, no. I can't get. Can, I mean, it is. I am a mess. I. I mean, oh. Oh, my heart's going out to you, Jen. Thanks. My heart Sam. is going out to you. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks, Jen. Sam. Sorry. I needed it. No, seriously though, beards they really suck because you know I I I had to go to the store to get some of the stuff, uh, you know, for the to make the hole in the wall uh, that I'll show later and. You know, being in the store for so long, the the beard is getting itchy under the mask, and I'm trying not to like touch my face, and it just is not. It is not good. And ah, uh, oh, see, I haven't I haven't had to uh, experience this before. Yeah, no, and hope don't I don't to. ever have to experience no, this. <laughs> I everybody will, else is sick. I I'll work so. on my beard this week. <laughs> oh, that's your one. That's your one thing I'm going to work on. Yeah, that's work on that's that. a segment that we need to do. One thing we're going to work on this week. Oh, our right, beard. Write, that down, write that down. Write that down. I'm okay, writing write, it down. I can't. I, I can't. I don't have a myself. notebook out here at the moment yet. I gotta. I, I'm still getting situated uh, out here in the in my new office, my my new digs. Okay, so let's let's talk ba- about back to back to the topic. Right back to the topic. <laughs> Hey, Brent. I think thanks for everything out there. Um, so, okay. So we're, we're going to obviously talk about some big brands that um, that we have noticed getting the message right and wrong. But for your small business, I think there's some things to to keep in mind when you're trying to hit that right tone. So I thought we could, you know, go through some of those and, you know, toss those ideas around. Um, I think it's important to address what is happening um, but also how it's affecting your specific customers and audience. I don't think you can bury your head in the sand during this time. Do you guys agree with that? 
Yeah, yeah totally, totally agree with that. Yeah. Okay. And people don't want you to, right? Like, no. I, 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 like I've seen people get mad at brands for just like ignoring the the social media or like the the way that uh, other people are or, or way that they are perceived or conveying their message right now. Like mm. people are like getting mad because they're just like you, you're not even trying to to acknowledge the fact that there's this thing going on. I think that this is really interesting because there's no right or wrong. This is not a black and white subject. There is a lot of gray area because for the businesses that are doing well, we need them for our economy. So whilst those people can't stand up and say, oh, my God, business is amazing, I also think it's inspiring to hear people that are doing well in business. So And and that can offend some people. And I think it's a good thing. And that's where there is a gray area. It, it can be a bit tricky. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Sam. And I have been, I can't even count. I've lost count of how many times I have been inspired by how I've seen small businesses pivoting to keep their businesses thriving and alive and the creativity and ingenuity I have seen um, and how and how they've been innovating uh, during during this pandemic in ways that will have longevity, you know, that they ways that will serve their businesses well in the post pandemic era, whatever that's going to be. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I love to see it personally. I like you, uh, you know, small businesses, you know, are responsible for what, you know, like 75% of the jobs Huge. in America. Huge we amount. want, we want them to succeed. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, we're not asking you to brag about it. Like, Hey, I'm making tons mm. of money here, mm. but mm you can communicate with your audience and communicate how you're serving them and why that never, that never gets old. That never goes away. Did we already, I don't know if we already talked about this, but did I guys, did we talk about the, the, the goats and the zoom? Did we talk about this? Okay. No. So I think this is a perfect example of a, of a business pivoting and like doing it right. So this is about a farm, an independent farm somewhere, I don't know, maybe Vermont or something. And they, you know, their sales of their meats and dairy products and things uh, were really suffering from the, the pandemic. So they started renting out their goats. So you could have a goat show up on your Zoom call, one of their goats, dial in. And it was just something to make your Zoom call more fun, to add a little something different uh, to your meetings and that sort of thing. And I think they charged $100 or something like that. And it was a huge success. And it was a way for them to, to support their farm. Um, for the people that were purchasing the service, it was a way for them to liven up sometimes boring Zoom calls. Uh, so I thought it was brilliant. And I don't think they would have ever thought of it if it hadn't been for the pandemic. No, that's so awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I, and I like that when we chose this topic uh, last week, Jen, that you suggested that we look at how the big brands are doing it because I think that's something that small business can do all the time is tap into the the R&D and the marketing budgets of, of the big companies and sort of have a look at how they're doing things and model these ideas in our business, like not copy them, but but see how they're doing that and think how could i how could i change that or tweak that slightly and be able to do that in my business 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I love what you said there, Sam, about, you know, you know, taking advantage of of their R&D dollars, the, the amount of dollars we, we might not ever have and learn <laughs> from it and, 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 and incorporate it into our businesses. So smart, right? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to point out Nike. Um, so they, they, I think really, they, they do this a lot, actually, they get their messaging just so right, uh, with whatever's going on sort of in our, our consciousness. Um, so they have this, this message, um, that they put out there that, that reads, if you ever dreamed of playing for millions around the world, now is your chance play inside play for the world. So I think that campaign that was, in, you know, it's encouraging people to, to play inside as governments are enforcing social distancing measure, measures. The copy just was was spot on and it it played to their audience perfectly. And um, yeah, and their brand ambassadors uh, such as Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron James, they they put that messaging out there too. So it was simple and it was effective. And it also accompanied a $15 million donation towards COVID-19 efforts. So the message paired with the action, it just, I think, was a perfect combination. Just right I loved there. this one. I yeah. absolutely loved this one. This gave me all the feels. Like This gave me goosebumps when I saw it because it's tapping into all the feels because it's tapping into the fact that we're all inside. We're all in this together. And let's use this time to inspire as many people as possible. I think this was absolutely 10 out of 10 spot on. I get chills. I mean, we're all on the same team. That's what they're saying. We're all playing on the same team. Easy to forget when, you know, the coronavirus, you know, pandemic has been politicized to such a degree. It's so easy to forget that we're all on the same team and Nike brings it home. I just love it mm. so much. Mm. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to bring up Julie Mason's uh, comment. The love the innovation. Oh, hi, Julie. Uh, definitely inspiring. Uh, there's a guilt complex I've been experiencing because business has grown, not shrunk. You don't want to rub salt in the wounds mm -hmm. of those who are struggling. It, mm -hmm. it, it, that is difficult, right? Because like not everybody is struggling through this. Uh, in some cases, yep. people are flourishing. Um, so. I don't know. Does that mean that we 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 should not be like taking giant or pictures of giant stacks of money next to us, like Dory? Oh, like definitely <laughs> not doing not that. Is, that. is that the wrong branding message? Is that, what, I, is that what I'm picking up on? Okay, that yeah, would probably, be wrong. Right? So yeah. this is where there is such a great area, right? Because I I know Julie very well. Julie's in one of my masterminds. She's an amazing, amazing uh, lady that teaches LinkedIn. She's such a smart smart person and by her talking about businesses growing doesn't that inspire other people to actually grow their business too however it can also say you know other people and I've found this as well saying oh well you know it's all right for you but but we're shut so it's such a a tricky line to balance because we know that we should hide the fact that we can actually help people through this through this situation. Well, if you're yeah. if you're shut down right now, I mean that's the t that to me like that's where you should be marketing the most, right? Because you have the most amount of time. Like you're literally not operating. So you have the you know a lot of restaurants around here. I, I mean I don't know about either of you, but a lot of restaurants around here they're remodeling right now. 
You know, mm-hmm. they're they're gearing up for for people to come back. Like, and it, and they know yeah. it might not be for another couple of weeks. I mean, I just heard today down in Florida they're going to start opening up phase ones. Twenty five percent capacity of restaurants will be able to open. Now, the problem with that is is that you don't make enough money with twenty five percent capacity to necessarily warrant to be open. So unless mm. you're like Disney World, where you can kind of float you know, a a certain percentage of that just to get people back to work and get people back on property and buying merchandise and stuff. Not everybody's going to have that luxury of like having those other streams of income to help supplant the fact that 25% of your, your throughput is not enough. There's only so many hours in the night for people to go out. Like, you know, stay up till one, two in the morning to get a dinner table. Yeah, and it is the perfect time for almost all businesses to be thinking about what business is going to look like a few months down the track. You know, what can we do now to build our brand or to remodel? Or, uh, you know, I saw the same thing at our local shopping center yesterday when I went to pick up groceries. A lot of the fashion stores were closed, but there were people inside working you know, rearranging Mm -hmm. stock and I don't know, they may have even been packing online, I don't know. Um, But there was still a lot of action down there. It was just behind closed doors. Yeah. And I don't want to get to, I want to go back to Julie a little bit because, you know, I want to, I think this is a bit of survivor's guilt, right? A a form of survivor's guilt. Like, um, you know, the plane goes down and you're the only one that survives. Something, Something along those lines. It's a real, it's a real thing. Uh, well, first, I think just the fact that she's really sensitive to it is probably a sign that um, that she has nothing to worry about in terms of not being sensitive in her marketing messaging. But I think I can completely agree. I, I've had a little bit of that myself with Spirit because we were an online business to begin with. Um, our business was not hugely impacted. We've even grown a little bit since the pandemic. I feel incredibly fortunate. So we've pulled back some of our, our marketing and have done a, a lot more personal communication with our existing clients. You know, because of that, we're not out, sh- you know, screaming from the treetops, we're fine, we're great. Um, that's, that's not appropriate at all. Um, <laughs> but we still want people to know that we're there if they need us, right? So mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that is, that is perfectly fine. And Julie, I'm personally so glad you're doing well. Um, I'm sure you're, you know, putting money back into the economy, giving your clients mm. the ability to do the same. Um, you're probably hiring people or about to hire people. So these are all really good things. And for those of us who are doing well, I think we do have a little bit of a responsibility to give back in some way, whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, tipping 25% to your delivery driver or, um, you know, contributing to COVID-19 relief funds, whatever it is, I think, um, we're all on the same team um, and and we can give back in other ways. So good for Absolutely. you, Julie. I'm so glad you made that comment. Yeah, totally. And you're right. And you're right, Jen. Of people that I know in my inner circle are all hiring. Yeah. We're all hiring staff members. So we're just, you know, sharing the love. Oh, all right. I've got a branding a little there. Sam, do you know what, uh, do you have Steakum? Steakum? No, and I wouldn't have even pronounced it like that. So I'm so glad I kept my (laughs) mouth shut. (laughs) Okay, well, um, all of us uh, in the U.S., I think, are familiar with Steakums. It is um, frozen, thinly sliced steak of questionable quality that happens to taste (laughs) really good when... Heated up with a lot of cheese on a like steak and cheese uh, sub. So, 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 you mean a cheese steak? <laughs> you call it cheese steak. I call it steak and cheese sub. 
we're all on the same team. We're all on the same team, Joe. Yeah, okay. All on the same team. Okay. I, well, Brent Basham likes that fake meat. <laughs> <laughs> steak and cheese, cheesesteak, uh -huh. sub, hoagie, grinder. I don't know. We're just on the same team. That's all I know. No, I'm sorry. There's someone here that is not on any of those teams. <laughs> what? Sam, I mean, we don't do any of that stuff down here. Next time you're in the States, we're going to make you have a steak -um. Well, we, you know. You had a cheesesteak when she was in Philly. Super Joe took, a, took us to get Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah, we went to gyms. Okay, all right. So you're, okay, you're part of this world. All right, so, uh, <laughs> so steak -um, their corporate uh, Twitter account, tweets, life is full of uncertainty and mystery. The more we learn, the more we realize how little we know. In times of doubt and existential angst, it's comforting to know one thing for sure. Frozen beef sheets are good. <laughs> I just, I, I love it. I wish it had more capitalization in the right places, but I think they, um, they used humor uh, in an appropriate mm -hmm. manner. Uh, they they did that by acknowledging what we're all feeling and going through and also relating back to their product because we've all grown up on steakums. We've all had them. I think maybe they're in school lunches. I don't know. <laughs> I think they may have been served at our school when I was growing up. So I think, um, again, I think appropriate, appropriate <laughs> messaging. I don't know. I, didn't, I went to public school, like, you know, public school. Oh, no, it wasn't, it. wasn't gourmet, like food. I'm pretty sure it was like a steak -um like thing that we got sometimes. <laughs> Basha says uncertainty equals what is in those beef sheets. Here well, we as Jen was reading it out, that's exactly what I was thinking. That makes it even funnier when, I, when there's that sort of underlying piece of information that they've just, they go, you know, they've not covered it up. They're thinking, everyone knows this. Let's just have a little dig here. I think yeah. it's hilarious. It's fun. It's fun. And you know what? There is, I, I've always said, there's a huge place for humor in marketing. It's relatable. People like to smile. People like to laugh. Definitely, you have to be sensitive at the same time. So I'm not saying that it's easy. There's definitely a professional marketing team on the Stakeham uh, corporate uh, team. So Anyway, but I I applaud them for getting that messaging just right. I applaud them mm. for this tweet. When someone posts misinformation and you hesitate to engage because it's pointless to debate, remember that uh, that although you likely won't change their mind, you still have a chance to inform all the people who see you that post. Your voice matters. Stake them, bless. <laughs> wow, I mean they're getting into it, aren't they? They're like yes, yeah, they're no, not, they're not standing down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, well, it's like Wendy's. Wendy's is uh, they're 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 like on point with their uh, marketing messaging. That's for sure. With their tweet, with their tw their tweet, uh, their tweets are hilarious. Yeah, they, Wendy uh, Wendy's has always been um, on point there. Uh, so good, so yeah. good, so it, 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 good. it is. I'm gonna give them a ding. Wendy Wendy's hits a ding. Oh, got the uh, even out any dings yet, but uh, there's a ding. Uh, let's see. Is uh, how about how about Netflix? Uh, That's what out? I was going to suggest. I yes, Let's so, talk about Netflix. A... So that that image uh, corresponds with their tweet that says, "Oh, honey, I'll do anything for you. So wash your hands." <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a, a diagram of um, how to properly wash your hands uh, with soap and water. So important right now. So again, sensitive and informative, 
with a little sense of humor too. Mm. Hand wash and chill. Brent says, hand wash and chill. (laughs) 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 If they didn't tweet that, they really, they need to hire you, Brent, on their marketing. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like, why would they... (laughs) Yeah, why would they not? <laughs> and uh, Eric, uh, what's up, Eric? He says, best steak sandwich, Flint's original Big John in steak and onion. This is something we tend to be very opinionated about is the best steak and cheese. Yes, yeah, you mean cheesesteaks. <laughs> I think you mean steak and cheese. God, if they called the steak and cheese in Philly, I would not. It, it just, no. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get thrown out of thrown out of Philly one of these yeah. days. <laughs> well, we've got, okay, some, let's move on we've to got some bad ones here. Yeah, let's yeah enough of the good. Ones. Uh I can open up this link. And here. two of the biggest companies. Yeah. Actually, a few big companies here. Yeah. Which is a real shame to see the big companies just totally missing the point. Yes. You think the... they would know better and they they should have the marketing um, dollars to. Well, I was going to say they've got the biggest budgets. Yeah, I mean, just well, doesn't always equate to greatness. I mean, absolutely, uh, clearly not. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's really uh, should provide some some hope and inspiration to small businesses. You don't need a big marketing budget to get it right, and um, a, mar- a big marketing budget won't keep you from getting it wrong. So. Mm-hmm. lessons to be had here I, I like literally had to think about this for a second like okay. why, why they wrote coca-cola again below their logo and then staying apart is the best way to stay united oh uh, i, I got it, it straight away oh you did oh it took yeah. me a minute yeah, yeah. to like think about what, what i was looking at here that's not that's not great all right so did did you guys i thought this was maybe not as obvious why it was wrong because here Coca-Cola goes and they they change the look of their logo. Um, their subtext to that is staying apart is the best way to stay united. On the surface, it doesn't seem that mm-hmm. different from the Nike message, right? But they got an extreme amount of backlash from this. <laughs> I, I think I, you have to explain this one to me. Yeah. So I, I think it. I think the problem is that this campaign appeared to be opportunistic more so a lot more so than the Nike campaign did. So I I think with Nike, they, the messaging to me comes across as more genuine because they've had similar messaging in the past and it's consistent with their sort of, we're on a team, you know, we're, we're playing together. Like this is not a departure from such a far reaching departure from their, their normal, you know, ad campaigns. But I think with Coca-Cola, this just did not come across as authentic and as genuine. And it it seemed like they were just trying to take almost advantage of the situation. I think that, that this is how the optics read, as they say. I don't know, honestly, if I had seen this, if this would upset me as a marketing campaign. Mm. Look, at first, I actually saw it and went, yeah, I, I get it. I don't really see an issue in it. When I was reading the article, what it brought up was the fact that they'd spent a huge amount of their marketing budget putting this in billboards outside, yeah. and it was that part of it that did that was not not meshing with their message. It's like we'll stay apart, but here, look at our signs all outside in Times Square. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a huge a huge problem, and they didn't pair it with any sort of altruistic effort. So where Nike had had their messaging, but they also had action behind it. So, you know, 
that was, you know, something that was Are was sure so that appreciated. They didn't donate anything? According to this article, they did not. No, it, it yeah, I don't think they did. So maybe they eventually did, but they didn't do it in conjunction with the campaign. So, so they phoned it in, and they and phoned it in. Thing. I, I, you know, I keep thinking of like having the two polar bears like hold Coke bottles on like a stick and like standing apart and like clicking, clanking them together. Some, something like that would make more sense because like you're you're apart, you're you're enjoying your cokes apart. I'm not, I'm not I'm swinging a miss, I guess, but. I was trying to think of how you could like have two bottles clank, but not be standing right on top of each other to do it. That's why I was saying like you put it like a like a like a stick or something, or like two old people using like the grabbers and like you have the coke cans and the grabbers and like, <laughs> sitting in their, in their like their scooters or something. And it's like you know, they're facing that way, like away from us, and you see the backs and just like clank like like that there you go i think well, that someone, someone, needs, to, someone needs to tag coca-cola they definitely need you on their marketing department, oh okay Joe. now i get it now i now i <laughs> see it just took a few minutes oh come on the, give me for the for the hamster <laughs> wheel to start rolling a little bit oh, oh yeah that, exactly it took you, a while I, for the I train to come it. into the station <laughs> yeah, this is exactly yeah. what those marketing meetings look Thank like you, in their in their high up offices you know uh, they start a little people rough, like me going huh the polar bears the like that's their thing like that's no, what their com- every, the every christmas bears. they they that's their commercial is that see brent gets it because well brent also lives in atlanta where like that's like their home base but th- that's their thing it's like the polar bears like they yeah look up coca-cola polar bears like the, okay. all the commercials from like the 90s and the yeah 2000s yeah i know yeah yeah, that's what I'm okay. like but it's also not winter so i guess it would make which yeah two people two old people with the with the grabbers <laughs> I like that one. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good I, one. I approve. I'll I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, all uh, right. Let's see. So we got uh, so, so we got the ugly, which uh, this is downright is... ugly. This one. This, this is a, this offends this is, Sam. This offends this is Sam. offensive. Oh, okay. Take it away, Ex- Sam. Explain. explain no, why, no, why you offend- go for it, why Jen. Am I, why am I offended today? I thought only Americans could be offended, Sam. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was our job to be offended. I'm a child of the world. <laughs> yes, you, yes, you are. Well, you talked about the boss today, and I was like, oh, hey, that's that's why we get along so well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Sam, what's gotten you so upset is Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos he faced backlash after publicizing a relief fund the public, the public, you and I, can denote, donate to for his contract employees working during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Amazon Relief Fund was created with $25 million from the e-commerce company to assist its employees and partners, specifically those who are responsible for the necessary task of delivering all the products consumers need across the U.S., It's focused on supporting our US-based delivery associates employed by delivery service providers, our Amazon Flex delivery partners and associates working for integrity staffing, yada, yada, yada. So you can imagine why he faced such backlash. 
Here he is, the one of the, is he the richest man in the world? Maybe one close. He's up there, right? He's right up there. I don't know uh, if he is, but he's definitely right up there. This is this is not somebody we want to donate to um, when he has really? the the funds to support his own contract employees. So um, so this did not go over well, as you can imagine. This was not um, this was not something that the public appreciated in any way. No. We've got everyone at home purchasing more online than normal, making his profits go through the roof, mm -hmm. and he can't look after his own staff. Like this is the absolute epitome of ugly as far as I'm concerned. Right. And, and this is on top of already plenty of bad press about the working conditions in the Amazon warehouses, working conditions in the during the pandemic for drivers, maybe lack of safety, poor working conditions. Um, this, this was not a great move by Jeff. Mm. And I, I'd like to call him Jeff because he lives, mm. uh, he doesn't live far from me. We're practically neighbors. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Jeff, what do you think? What were you, what were you thinking? What, what were you thinking with that cold? Eh, I don't black think heart he was thinking. <laughs> Opportunity. I, I, you know, no, that's not, that's opportunistic. Nice, like, that's opportunistic. Mm. Like, I, that's, that's how I, I view it. I, I think that he's, I think it is really, really not a good, a good look. And, and I, do we, are we certain that he made the decision? That it wasn't oh, somebody else. It probably wasn't. That, There's like, probably a big board there, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, but... you, I mean, it might not even be a board, just like, I don't know, high up management that isn't the board making a decision like, hey, mm -hmm. like, you know, it would sound really cool if we did this. And like, nobody thought like, hey, the optics of the richest man in the world's company is asking for money to, you know, support its people. That's not okay. But hey, with that said, like Walmart's been, you know said to give out pamphlets on how to apply for um like state benefits and stuff for federal benefits oh. while you're working there uh, <sighs> you know as part of their like hey here welcome you know thanks for working here and like here's your federal packet to figure out how to get you know the rest of the money that you'll need to survive while you work here wow now i don't know i mean this goes back to a, a documentary from a while ago now so I, I i don't know if things are still like that but uh you know Things like that mm -hmm. happen. Apparently, you know, they're all everyone's looking for a loophole to to save a little money. Yeah, uh, mm. on a big scale. It's on true. A big, big scale. Well, I'd mm. love I'd love to know how our audiences um, have adjusted their marketing and their messaging during this time. If they've made anything, any intentional changes, if they've pulled back and are hesitant to market, um, I, I would just love to know because I think we're all going through this we're all trying to navigate it the best we can and um we're you know we're going to make mistakes innocent mistakes mm -hmm. um so we we need to be a little forgiving of ourselves but um but i would i would love to know how how everyone everyone is doing mm. uh, brent says people want cheap if we didn't buy it the business model wouldn't work but it does yeah I mean, uh, in reference I mean, to amazon yeah well wait, walmart too right like that's we all want it yeah. cheap and if you're gonna get it cheap you know you can only go so cheap before it's like you gotta find other ways to like make little cuts across t you know like thousands of stores it makes a huge huge difference mm. um so it, you know it, it's unfortunate. Uh, let's see, biggest uh, Brown says biggest company in the world, but Apple is also huge on the other side, and yeah, they're not profit. cheap. 
Yeah, they are not cheap. Uh, their not products cheap. are not cheap, and they—I mean—they spend a billion dollars a month on research and development. A company that has like effectively ten products, and they spend like you know a billion dollars a month on research and development. Mm. Insane. Yeah. So I—I I think people, if you have uh, you know, any questions about branding, uh, your branding messaging, or if you want to, you know, get your comments in, uh, we can read them next week. If you want to send them over to questions at businessgeeks.com you can uh also suggest us any any uh topics you want to hear about or you you know that you want to learn more about things like that i i uh, i definitely encourage you to send it to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com mm. i think that jen made a very important point that we are going to make mistakes we're human I think she needs some music, Joe. I she didn't needs even some get music. a bell. Yeah, we're, music. like, yeah, where's we the... <laughs> yeah, bell for human. So, yeah, so for anyone who didn't hear earlier, we, we do have theme music now uh, that goes to the place like this. Do we dance well together, Brent? He says we work well together, I, yeah, but I want to know if we, we dance do. well together. Oh, Brent. I just I want to take Brent into a private room and quiz him about his comments and find out exactly why we work well together, what he loves, who's his favorite, uh, what's his favorite moment. Um, I just... You know, you want to just come into a private room with me for 10 minutes? Does this need to be a <laughs> just, a, just a few few questions for you, Brent. Just, uh, just you know. <laughs> don't run away. <laughs> Wait, all right, you got some questions. I think you got questions. I can save my. Oh my goodness, that's so. Good. <laughs> oh, now I'm. Now I'm. What show is that from? That's from Jeopardy. You know how Jeopardy, Jeopardy in Australia? Uh, we haven't had Jeopardy since the eighties. But and I knew yeah. I recognized it from somewhere. <laughs> See, where's, I feel like I'm so left out today. I don't oh, know any right. of this stuff. It's time for the daily double. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or the daily triple. Well, yeah. Well, let, let's let's wrap up our uh, our good, bad, and ugly brand messaging here <laughs> so we can get on with our one cool things. I think so my biggest takeaway is, oh, sorry. I was just filling the, the space there. I, <laughs> I spaced out and didn't hear the last sentence. But I think you said something about wrapping I, up. Okay. I've yeah, got, so I've got wrap, you back, Jen. I've got you back. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, so I, I think that it's really important to just sort of pay attention to what other people are doing and start to understand or start to feel into what feels good for you or what doesn't and just to use that to give you the the um, idea of how you can market but definitely now is not the time as ever to stop marketing so you know don't get afraid to say the wrong thing just like really feel into what you're feeling and how you feel when other people market but we've got to keep the economy ticking along yeah I absolutely uh, you know, don't be, don't, yeah, I, I think you said something really powerful there. So I'm going to give you a, a, a ding. Oh, I got the sound. ding. Uh, yeah. Don't, <laughs> uh, don't, don't be afraid of, 
of saying the wrong thing um, because you can always walk it back. Look, if Amazon can walk it back that they're asking for donations for their employees, like you can walk it back too, right? Uh, I mean, I've, I've received uh, an email actually just today uh, from an email that was from yesterday. Uh, and both of you actually might have seen that email where they were trying to walk back their comments about certain things. I don't want to say get too specific because, uh, yeah. Um, but it just like, it's very obvious that, that you have the ability to walk things back. Like everybody, everybody does. Right. Mm. Um, we have elected officials that can walk things back that seem pretty terrible. We have, you know, richest people in the world being able to walk things back. That's like, you, you couldn't spare a little bit, like a, a little, like a little, little bit money. Mm. Like, I mean, is it really going to make that big of a difference in your, at the end of the day for you or like your great, 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 grandchildren's, you know, lives. Like, come on, man. Like, come on now. Like, it, it gets to a point where it's like, you know, the, the money's not going to stop anytime soon anyway. So get mm. over it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to try and uh, don't be afraid to, to put messages out there. Right. And and create uh, like a spreadsheet of ideas of like what what can what can I break down and then create 20 pieces of, of content that I could spread out over the course of the next three weeks that like just lets people know, hey, we're still here and we're still whatever we are doing or can do. We are doing. Uh, I think it's it's really important that you know they they hear from you because otherwise they might forget about you by the time we get mm -hmm. through all this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hearing, hearing to yesterday, just yesterday on the on the radio, they were talking about like baseball, like in baseball terms, right? Again, sports talk radio. They're like, oh, you know, I, like I thought we were like close to like the seventh inning. There's nine innings, Sam. In case you don't know, uh, <laughs> but 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 they're like, turns out no, we're actually like in the second inning, and we got a long, mm. long way to we got go. Got a long is, way to go. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. The communication is important, and you know, we're small businesses here, so we have the ability to take advantage of the small, our smallness and reach out personally and really find out what your, your customers need. I mean, we are nothing without our customers, our clients, mm -hmm. we're nothing. Mm -hmm. We don't exist without them. So if you, you know, hopefully you've cared about them from day one, uh, but they, they probably need you now and maybe you don't know exactly how they need you and you need to, you need to be brave enough to find out Yeah, and not be scared just because you think they're not maybe going to need you. So, mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah, I think it, it's it's a whole new way of of not a new way of doing business, but it's a, a maybe a little bit more of an intense way to conduct yourself. In a little, I, I love it. A little bit intense. A little bit I, intense. Massively intense. <laughs> it's a, just a little bit of intenseness. Just a little <laughs> dialing it up. Just a little. All right. Oh, Brent, 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 Brent. Jen, thank you for doing all that research today. It was brilliant. Yes, well, thank you so much, Jen. I, I try. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's all for the the podcast. I, I've also donated a kidney on behalf of the on the, on the podcast. <laughs> oh, gee, but nobody <laughs> talks about that. Nobody <laughs> talks about that. Hang on, the rug. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez so all right so we have we have two one cool things to wrap up uh this week's episode uh jen would you like to or was it jen? yeah jen do you want to start with yours yeah i wanted to talk about this app called switch it and um, that's just as it sounds switch it 
uh, app.com. And I came across this because I had a specific need having to do with my small business grit summit, which is happening May 18th to 29th. I will go ahead and plug it. I have no shame. So (laughs) uh, smallbusinessgrit.com. So uh, as part of this online experience, and I'm calling it an experience, um, we have multiple networking, guided networking events happening. And so we wanted to facilitate uh, connections, strategic partners, collaborators, referral partners. We wanted to, uh, to facilitate those relationships. And so we were trying to troubleshoot how um, these people could collect each other's contact information easily on a Zoom call. So uh, we did some research and um, this, this became our solution. It's a Switch It app. It's a digital business card. And it has a lot of really cool features and a free um, a free level, but and we tested this out already. Um, <laughs> once you make a card, it, you get a QR code, and so we've, we're doing this a couple different ways. Um, so you can hold the QR code up to the camera, and then um, you get out your cell phone with your camera app, and you take you know a picture, and it brings up the contact information, and it put it directly into my contact list in my iPhone. Uh, super, super slick, super easy. We're also going to see if we can get our attendees to um, get a Switch It app account and get their QR codes um, done before the networking event so they could even do a screen share and we can capture it that way. Um, but it was super easy. It literally just took a second to, to scan and get um, the contact information into my iPhone contacts. So I thought it was it was really really cool. I'm really excited about using it and uh, ma- and giving that ability for our attendees to connect, you know, c- capture that that information. And you can include not just your your standard um, contact information, but you can include um, media like videos and um, photos and multiple links. And so you can really enrich your contact card, uh, you know, tremendously. So the Switch It app, check it out. I am addicted to it. Love it. Thanks, Jane. Yeah, no, that is awesome. I uh, was trying to pull up the website, but it would not actually open. So I ended up going to archive.org. Oh, now it opens That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, but I went to archive.org, like the Wayback Machine, to pull up their website because it was not loading. Oh, okay. I I did not have a problem, but yeah, you found it. Yeah, so uh, so check it out um, for all of you um, that are that are doing virtual events and want your attendees to be able to connect without having to put a link in the chat or you know however else you're doing it. Um, this was you know super. It was contactless, <laughs> so super easy, <laughs> super good. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, so yeah, my one cool thing uh, this week is is this camera and how I got it set up. So. Canon, uh, for the longest time, Canon cameras uh, had not enabled you to use your Canon camera as a webcam without buying like an adapter, card, like a like a USB capture card or something to that effect, CamLink 4K or something to that effect. So um, apparently just like a week ago, they were like, hey, you know, it'd be really cool if we just released this software to like the world uh, and it's in beta. Uh, and it definitely is in beta because I've had a, a little bit of issues here and there. I mean, fortunately, like fingers crossed, it's been it's been working. But it, you can see all the cameras that it works with. So it even works with some power newer PowerShot cameras. So you don't even have to have 
like you know DSLR, but um, like I'm using a Canon M50, so there's the it's like a mirrorless little camera versus uh, some of these bigger cameras that they have here that have mirrors in them. So yeah, totally free, um, and obviously it works. And if you put the right kind of lens on it, then you absolutely have a um, a way to use a way better uh, camera. So just to show everybody like the difference. I'm going to switch my camera over to uh, the webcam. So this is the webcam. I mean, it looks looks good. I remember Fine. you when you were just a regular guy on a regular <laughs> camera. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not bad. Like, I mean, a Logitech C920 is it's a it's a it's a staple. A lot of people still use it, and I don't blame them. In fact, I I would still use it myself if they didn't come up with the software, and I happen to have a, a thing to like mount it behind my my monitor. Um, but you know, so it's, so we're going to go from this to this, to making Jen and Sam look yeah. not so great. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm looking at it on Facebook right now, right? I'm like, I'm watching the video feed and I'm not, it's hard to tell like that, it, that it looks that good. How much I better mean, do you want to look Joe? Like just, yeah. What, it's, what, it's, what, what, I mean, what, what more do you want? What was the first thing that Jen and I both said when we came into the live stream? It's like, whoa, whoa new yeah, camera, it Joe. It wasn't that I was wearing a, a collared shirt. It was that, whoa. Oh, Joe, don't you worry. That is about to come up. <laughs> oh, Brent, okay, Brent says Joe's gone Hollywood on us. Yes, Brent, he has. He I, sure has, Brent. I, I Apparently, I have. Well, well he grew a beard. I, the beard is gone. Like The next time I get a shower, that is gone. Whether it's tonight or in the morning or whatever, like that, that's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's by. It's so. It's too itchy. It's too itchy. Uh, but thank you. <laughs> I need. A See, I thought I when like. all everyone was coming on at the beginning, it was like, oh, Joe, the beard. Oh, Joe, the camera. What they didn't realize is that button down was totally going all, you know, ninja, and they didn't realize it was actually the shirt. Yes, it's all in the shirt. It's, it's all, all in all the shirt. The shirt. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, just to show everybody real quick, the uh, so why I, I said in the beginning of the show I'm I'm, I'm aching and hurting is because I put a uh, doorway to the uh, to our other garage uh, that was a window. Did you miss the other garage? You just wanted to go visit it every once in a while? Yeah, yeah. well, because you had to open up two doors to get to the other garage. Oh, that's so so hard. Two doors. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. And there's probably (laughs) a a maze uh, you had to walk through, too. It was. Uh, It was insane. I I hated it. Melissa hated it, too. We we should have did this years ago. It's it's (laughs) life-changing for sure. All right. Life-changing for sure. I hope Narnia is on the other side. It, it is. It is. More space. More that can grow in everything. You know, open floor plans. That's a thing. Come on. Everybody wants an open floor plan. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, Joe. <laughs> All right. Am All right. I the only one again that has a grind my gears? Oh, you do? Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, I would have done that did. first. You didn't write it in the notes. So I, didn't yeah, I, did. I did. I did. I did. Oh, Unless Joe, I you and I don't read right properly, apparently. Unless I, it's a, it's a unless I, space. Oh, it is. I, I must have forgotten to yeah, hit paste. I would have totally did that first because I don't want to end oh. with grind my gears. That's terrible. I, I don't know where I put it. But we're gonna do it anyway. Let's, oh my gosh. Let's do it live. Let's I go. swear I did it. Okay, so my grind my gears this week is that the Small Business Administration has postponed 
um, Small Business Week, which should have been happening right now. And I was really surprised because they they just um, post they just put an announcement on their website um, that it's postponed. They don't have a rescheduled date, and I am just flummoxed. Mm. Flummoxed. Isn't this the time that we should be coming together as small businesses? Yes, we need the Small Business Administration more than ever. And by the time you get your act together, some small businesses will have failed. Um, this is a time when we need to, to focus on small businesses, the, the importance they play in society, in our economy, in our lives. Um, not say, oh, we're just going to reschedule. Everything else was canceled. Let's cancel Small Business Week. Um, they justified it by saying there were a lot of in-person events of all um, involved in the traditional Small Business Week, but obviously all of those would be canceled. I don't understand. It's been months since the pandemic has has hit us and started affecting us and changed our lives. I don't understand why they couldn't have pivoted Small Business Week in so many ways um, to highlight uh, small businesses through video, virtual events, advertising, their website. I mean, there's so much they could have done to help some of these small businesses, particularly those in, in the retail and restaurant sectors that have been particularly, you know, devastated by this pandemic. I just, they dropped the ball. They dropped such mm. a huge ball. I'm so disappointed. It's one week, people, one week a year. We were counting on you. And then just to not have a lot of information about when it's going to be rescheduled. I just am so, uh, it hurt my feelings. Hurt my feelings as a small business owner. I, can I play <laughs> devil's advocate for a second? No. I just thought that like maybe, maybe, just maybe those people that plan it, it that's not the only thing they do, I assume, right? So they're probably kind of busy and hectic and trying to figure out their own. You know, who you else know, is busy and hectic and trying to figure out their own stuff is our small business owners. We've had to pivot on a dime <laughs> in order to continue to feed their families and pay their mortgages. We can't be like, oh, we're just going to put this off a week. No, they're mm. they're hustling and and you know, trying to like figure everything out on their own. The small business association exists because they're a support organization for small businesses in America. We I mean, for them to fail us now is inexcusable. Do you think that'll hurt them long term or is Jen revoking her her allegiance? No, they probably won't be affected long term. It's what it's an association, I don't an organization. I don't even know who funds it. Is it government funded? It's like, no, they no, they'll be fine. Well, lucky you have a summit coming up to support those small <laughs> business owners, Jen. Yes. And America yes. is saying thank you for taking the reins. Oh, well, well, thank you, Sam. And what Thanks. website can people go to to get their tickets? smallbusinessgrit.com I can't believe that wasn't taken. I know. Right? So like, good. That's a great name. Like, Thank you. That's a really Thank great name. You have to have a lot of grit to be a small business owner, and we're proving mm -hmm. that more than ever during these trying times. Which I hate that term, but I just used it too late. Um, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so good. Yes. Anyway, so that's it for my Grind My Gears, and that's it for this episode i believe uh yeah i think that's i believe I think it that is pretty much wraps it up let me see if i can take it out of here so if you have any questions or suggestions or just want to kind of you know come out and say hi go to uh your email inbox <laughs> and hit send to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com uh you can catch us next monday 8 p.m eastern daylight time or tuesday 10 a.m australian eastern 
standard time the same place which is facebook.com slash business geeks podcast uh you can go to business business geeks podcast.com to get all of our past episodes uh and check us out on youtube we are on youtube as well uh which i don't have the link but if you go to business geeks podcast.com there's a link there on the homepage to go check out our youtube page where you can watch all these replays as well as on facebook as well Everybody, I hope you and your family stay safe, and I will see you all next week. Or we will see you all next week. I'm going to hit that that, uh, that, that that our intro music one last time just to, to celebrate the fact that we are getting a little more sophisticated here. Sophisticated in the sense that I, I, my dress is apparently upgraded as well. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everybody. <laughs>